tonight, Dan and I just shoot the shit again and talk about sports, life, and the pursuit of happiness. Talk a little bit about politics and we just dive right in. It's an hour of just, really, a phone call. Hope you guys enjoy it. Testing. Hey, you there, man? Yeah, can you hear me? Yeah, what's good? <laughs> not, not just listening to Stephen A. Smith. Oh, God. He's the worst. Huh? I am not there. Yeah, he was talking about uh, Baker Mayfield. Yeah, I don't know. He played horribly this weekend. I thought it was terrible. I feel bad, right? Because he is a decent quarterback. Like he's, he's definitely, he's young still, and I think that it, it's really bad for any quarterback to have to go play in Cleveland. It, they just they haven't had a quarterback in forever. Benny Testaverde, man, this is the last one. That doesn't even count. Yeah, true. Vinny Tristaverdi was like, he was playing, he was the first old man to play quarterback before it was cool. Like, he was the first 40-year-old quarterback to play in the league. Right. Yeah, he, he was a stud, though. He played for Tampa Bay, played for the Jets, he played for the Cowboys, he played for... Who was the other guy? Steve DeBerg? Yeah, there's been a couple. Cleveland just up there, too, man. Warren Moon didn't play for Cleveland, did he? Oh, no, no, no. I just met him into his 40s. Oh, yeah. Well, Warren Moon had a weird career, right? Because he played in the CFL for like six years. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that is true. Like uh, Doug Flutie. Doug Flutie, too, yeah. Kurt Warner. Yeah. Kurt Kurt Warner played in the Arena Football League. Ah, that's right. And he played in NFL Europe. That's, That's not even happening anymore, is it? No. Because I used to watch that all the time, man, whenever I was on it, like whenever I was a teenager. I feel like, I feel like the NFL fumbled the ball on that one. Like, it would have been nice to see local players from Europe play in that, playing football. But yeah. a lot of them only play soccer over there. So it's a very contact centric sport. So people in Europe don't like those kind of sports. So. What did you ever see with, um, oh, what's his name? The. The doctor in uh, concussion, you know how he talks about uh, the way your brain is and the way, you know, it's it's designed, like you're not designed to have like that much force, you know? Right. Because he was talking about like bird brains and like how they're thicker and all that stuff if they, you know, the more <laughs> they like peck at things. Well, it's like anything, right, that you do that there's collisions involved. I mean, it's obviously not good for you. They're silly to suggest that it is, but. I think certain players are more likely to get it than others or more severe than others because they face uh, the way they tackle or the way that they deliver contact. I mean, obviously those things matter. I'm watching Dallas right now. Oh, yeah. What are they doing? Oh, they're playing the Cardinals. <clears throat> Kyle, Kyle, they're playing the Cardinals. Yeah, Kyle, Kyler Murray. That guy's such another, a uh, Who is the other game on? Oh, the Chiefs and the Bills. The Chiefs beat the Bills, dude, in in Buffalo. It's already over. Yeah, they played it at five p.m., dude. Uh, this COVID thing's screwing everybody up. <clears throat> yeah, it's uh, screwing everything up, man. Like, um, they're already talking about closing schools down here in Pittsburgh. Oh, really? Yeah. 
the um, governor and that weird person that's in charge of our health and human resources, or whatever the hell they want to call it, they. Doctor Fauci. No, it's like a trans woman. I don't even know. Oh, oh, the PAs, PAs, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Rachel, Rachel, something. Yeah, she. They they said straight that. up that like, if it gets to a certain point of like, I guess they they rate every county, you know, with certain mm-hmm. ratings. And and Westmoreland County is a huge county. It's not like. It's a population of three hundred thousand people. It's like the third or fourth largest county in the in the, in the state. Yeah. And um, they said, and it's very spread out too. It's not just a big county population wise. It's a big county, um, just size wise. And uh, they're talking about if it hits a certain point that they should start doing remote from home learning. And I'm like, you guys are intentionally trying to like bankrupt people. It's yeah, like it's crazy. I honestly, I honestly think we're getting, and, and it's unfortunate. It's unfortunate because I hate to make it a political argument, but it, it really is a certain type of person who wants to shut down the government. It's the certain type of person who wants people to remote from home. It's a certain kind of person that wants to everybody to to, to wear a mask outside. There's just a tremendous amount of confusion with what Who's the that? truth is. Uh, what well, person? Well, it's, it's it's usually a very progressive person. They're like, I listen yeah. to the science, you know. Mm-hmm. But if you think about it, I think there's a balance. Obviously, oh yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be about eighteen months until we get a vaccine. I mean, that's just. I mean, eighteen months from probably June or July. I mean, they're talking. It's amazing about, that that can even happen. You know, what I mean? and people don't and people don't get that. It usually takes four to six years for that to happen. Mm-hmm. But no, but see, here's the that's the other crazy thing though. There's still, I guess there's still a lot of diseases, man. So what makes you think like you can get a a virus or a um, what the hell vaccine? Called? Yeah, vaccine. Well, uh, for this. there's this, there's actually this thing on Netflix you should watch. It's it's produced by Vox, so take take it for what you want. Yeah, they're they're left Very. a lot. They're very left-leaning, but yeah. they do provide some insight, um, and they talk about herd immunity, and they talk about a vaccine, and they don't give, they, they really don't talk politics all that much in the, in the first episode, which I'm a huge fan of. I'd rather them, instead of giving Trump credit, you know, um, yeah. for deregulating things to the point where they can do it, there's actually, what was one of the most recent, was it SARS? I think SARS is... The actual, like, the shell of the virus itself is very close to SARS in terms of its, like, overall genetic group, like, blueprint or whatever. Mm-hmm. So, because of that, they were able to fast track a tremendous amount of time with research. So, that that's kind of helped, and they're going to see if that works. But right now, they have, like, four different... Um, generations of vaccinations that they're doing right now, everything from stage one to stage right. four. And the, the, the point is to very heavily diversify and the, the production of the virus. And they said that Johnson and Johnson said that they will not charge more than $10 per vaccine. Yep. So you don't, but <laughs> Pitt's going to get it, dude. They're going to find a vaccine. Well, we had somebody that was like at Carnegie Mellon that was doing really well with it, and then he just like got shot. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, <laughs> like, that was crazy. Like, he like um, that. 
Yeah, he, and it was supposedly like a love triangle or something, wasn't it? I have no idea. I can't remember. I can't remember. This dude's got this dude's got time to bang different chicks and cure the world. This dude should have been president. <laughs> but here's the thing, man. Here's the thing. So Dr. Salk, you know, the polio vaccine was, you know, there's the Salk building at Pitt, you know, where he developed the uh, the vaccine for that. And he even said, you know, when they asked him about patenting it, he said, you know, would you patent the sun? You know, he's like, how can you profit off of something that benefits people? That's right. You know, I mean, it was, it's crazy. I mean, the things that we patent in this country are, is pretty intense. I mean, it's, it's extreme. Oh, everything, man. I mean, if you have an idea or you, you have a, a business mind, you're, you're going to patent your stuff. That's for sure. Like China's like, what's that? What's a patent? <laughs> right. <clears throat> Dude. Cause that, well, that's how the, like the fentanyl and all that stuff gets going oh, right you know because they change chemical compounds and you know they do it all in china dude you know because they don't have all that like regulation stuff right dallas yeah. is actually playing defense right now who knew <laughs> what happened with Dak, man i feel horrible for him dude <laughs> you know listen listen you know as an employer as a as a human being, there's something to be said about being available. Yeah. And 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 coming to work consistently. You don't have to be a superstar, but damn it, if you show up to work and you do your nine to five and you're good at your job, there's something to be said about that. And it's kind of unfortunate, but um, Dak Prescott was the he 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 had like 69 straight starts without missing a damn minute. And, oh really? And, yeah, he he was the most dependable. He's hasn't missed a game since he started his career. He's very durable. For yeah. and if you think about that, that's very difficult oh, for his style style of playing because the dude runs the ball a lot. He's like a fullback. Mm-hmm. And uh, when he got hurt, I was like, "Damn, Mister Dependable!" Like he, it, it was unfortunate. So, but he got paid already, saying, didn't he? Well, he got franchise tag, and Dallas is already oh. saying they're. Gonna, and Dallas said they're going to franchise tag him again if he doesn't come to the table. Because, you know, I, I, there is something to be said about how Tennessee, the Tennessee Titans are winning right now. I honestly mm-hmm. think they're the front runners to win the AFC. Um, <laughs> they run the ball, dude. Like, dude, that, that was run... ridiculous that other, that other, yesterday, the game. That oh, was, my God. That, that last final drive was just disgusting. Dude, I'm telling <laughs> you, like, Dude, it was just a thing. Like, like, go ahead. No, I was just saying, I would like to see the Steelers and the Titans play. Oh, I do. They, they do. They they're that was they were supposed to play uh, the week that uh, the Titans all had the COVID and stuff. Oh, that's right. So they're playing in like two weeks. That's awesome. That's gonna be a game, dude. Oh, dude, he, but Henry was just. I mean, dude, he was just <laughs> like, get off of me, like he. He just he makes it look so easy, dude. Like it's not like McCaffrey, dude. He's fast, you know what I mean. He can get in and out, and like you know has good speed. But dude, Henry just like just he's durable. Rush it like right over you, man. Like and just here's here's the problem I here's the problem I have with Henry, and and it's a little behind. Is he got good at the right time, because. He got drafted by the Titans in the same year that Ezekiel Elliott got drafted. Really? Yeah, and 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 Zeke 
fundamentally is a better running back. Like he's more balanced than Henry, but Henry, he took a huge pay cut to stay in Tennessee because of that. You know, he's, he's better than Fournette, right? Mm -hmm. But he just, dude, he's, I, I don't think he can play that like that forever. His style, it took him a while to learn how to read all defenses and learn how to read the coverages because a lot of his game has a lot to do with blocking blocking schemes and matchups on, you know, smaller linebackers and secondaries. So they're a very aggressive run block team. That's why that's why Ryan Tannehill has such an easy time playing in Tennessee is because all he has to do is really manage the game. Yeah. And that that guy does the bare goddamn minimum. Jeez, that's crazy. But Yeah, that is damn. Dude. Everybody's like, "Oh, they're like, oh god damn! They're like, uh, we got the red, the red rock. Uh, red rocket's so offensive, by the way. It's so offensive. What's that? It's the red, um, the quarterback for the Cowboys. What's his name? I should know this, but I don't. The red, the redheaded guy that played for the Bengals forever. Oh, Dalton. Yeah, Andy Dalton just damn near threw an interception at the twenty-five yard line. Dude, he's horrible. He's not horrible. He played in Cincinnati, so it's like one of those things. Can you judge him for playing Dude, in Cincinnati? Yeah, AJ Green, man. I mean, I guess he did. He, I mean, he did. He never made like a deep run in a playoff. So, okay, you make a big run with the Patriots and the Steelers every year. I guess. See, I'm, 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 I'm spoiled in that way. I guess you know what I mean because you, I don't think. Like I'm like, dude, a deep what? runs of what you expect, you know. No, I, I think the Steelers, and I hate the Steelers. You know how much I hate them. They're my, <laughs> they're my, th- they're my third most hated franchise in all of sports. <laughs> like it's, and they're, and it's funny. I live in PA because I hate the Steelers and Eagles, yeah. and I'm, and I'm, I live in Pennsylvania, which is a beautiful state. But um, I just think their fans are obnoxious. Oh, I can agree. But you that. go to Tech. Listen, you go to Texas, dude. Yes, sir. No, sir. Open the door. Everybody's so kind to one another. You yeah. know, would you like some pecan pie? Oh, pecan? You guys got a pecan? You know, everybody's so nice down there. They have Whataburger. Have you had Whataburger? That place is freaking dope, I, bro. I, I, I believe so, because I know out west we had one of them, like Jack in a Box or Whataburger. It's only in Texas, bro. Oh, yeah. yeah. No, I have. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I have, because we were. that's where we were at. It's well, like, we went to Arizona. You sure it's not in California too? I've never been to California though, but you sure it's not in California? Yeah, you're talking about In and Out. Yeah. In and Out's oh, in okay. Cali, Vegas. Cali, Vegas, and um Nevada. Dude, Andy Dalton's giving me like anxiety right now. Dude, he's, this dude's, this dude's having a hard time reading a blitz, but whatever. They're not going to – I think they're pretty much done. No, because the NFC East, dude, they have they have three wins between all four teams. <laughs> like, the Eagles have one win. Yeah, So they're true. one, four – they're one, four, and one, the Eagles. The Giants are 0-5, and, and the Redskins have won one game, and the Cowboys have won two. We're, in, we're going into week five, bro. The NFC East is trash. Yeah. They are, dude. <laughs> I just it sucks. Bro. Philly is garbage. 
Yeah, they are. It's unfortunate, but it makes you wonder, like, how much longer they're going to allow Carson Wentz to drive the car because he's clearly not that good. You think they made that wrong, the wrong pick there? No, I mean, I I think Philadelphia thought that Dallas was going to go after Wentz, and damn, did they do us a favor, right? Yeah. Because if you think about it, Wentz has been injured a, a lot, lot in his yeah. career. And Dak Prescott is the exact opposite. And at the same time, um, because of that, Dallas didn't have to reach in the draft. We had the fourth overall pick in the draft, and we went and got Ezekiel Elliott, which I'm a, that's my favorite position in football. Okay. Like, the running back position to me is a staple of football. It is... It is to me if you, you know how the logo with basketball with that logo of the basketball player like dribbling the yeah. ball. I think if there was a logo in football, it would that, be the I running bet. back running the football. I just think that that like the MLB position, guy, like you know, swinging the bat. <clears throat> right. Yeah. I just think there's something incredibly like iconic about a person running with the ball in their hands. You know, so I don't know. I just think it's a. It was a. It was a good pick for Dallas, and we just need the right coaching. We just don't who, get the right coaches because our leadership who sucks. Who is their coach? So. Mike fucking McCarthy. Oh, yeah, that's right. He's from Pittsburgh. So, is yeah. he? It doesn't surprise me. You guys just, like, won't let football go. <laughs> yeah, he's from, there's so many people from Pittsburgh, man. So Dude, He's a Super Bowl <clears throat> winning coach, man. With Aaron Rodgers. Oh, so, okay. He still won Let's a Super be, Bowl, dude. <laughs> let me be clear. That guy won because Aaron Rodgers was on his rookie contract. Or, no, Green Bay got so lucky, right? So, they get Brett Favre, yeah. and he basically plays for four years into Aaron Rodgers' contract, and they franchise tag Aaron Rodgers and then re-sign Aaron Rodgers to, like, a ridiculously low-ass contract for the first for the next five years of his contract. Because he wasn't a proven commodity. So Green Bay got Aaron Rodgers for the first five years of his career. I mean, for the first 10 years of his career for a discount bargain. So Green Bay didn't have to pay as much for a starting quarterback as the like the Colts or yeah. the Patriots did with Brady or Manning. So they were able to go in and get some damn depth. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So he won because they drafted really well. And because they had Aaron Rodgers on a really low ass con- contract, friend, uh, team friendly contract. Now you look at Dallas. Dak Prescott is technically on a on a cap friendly deal, but now he's not on the field. You know. Yeah. So I don't know. I, I think Mike McCarthy's a buster. I don't think he's. I think he's he's outdated. I think we need younger guys who know how to play this faster style of football. Like, dude, I, I buy football cards, right? This this is a huge tell. It's kind of like when people say everybody's buying Trump cookies. Um, <laughs> this person selling Trump cookies like it's predicted the last twelve elections. Oh really? That's like <laughs> that's like that's like dating back to like eighteen seventy four. Yeah. Like what are you talking about? So um, I think I know what you're talking about. I think I've seen that before. These people, these people, and these damn cookies, Biden Trump yeah. cookies. And people are so butter here in Pittsburgh because Oak, Oakmont Bakery, you know, did that whole <laughs> Pittsburgh accent. I like Mr. Oak, Mr. Oakmont Bakery. They're like, I made, 
I made that we, we sold five to one Trump Trump to Biden cookies. And I'm thinking okay. to myself, and, and there are people that are like on social media just blasting Oakmont. Yeah. They're just like, oh, how they're, dare I'll you? I'll never eat they're, your place again. Like, <laughs> yeah, and they're like, why are you making why are you making baked goods political? It's just yeah. like it's just like how sad are you? Dude, I was thinking about that tonight. Like it just at our we were eating dinner, you know, at the dinner table, and I'm like, I bet you though, because like the sixties were contentious time, dude, with civil rights and the Vietnam War and differences of mm-hmm. opinion and you know, old people calling young people hippies and young people calling old people boomers. You know what I mean? Like, the same thing that's happening now, dude. But it just, like, if they had social media, I really think, like, you know, your grandparents would have been online, like, screw you, Billy. Oh, embarrassing the shit out yeah, of Yeah, right? Like, screw you, Billy. <laughs> you know, like, I mean, it's it's crazy, dude. It is, it is... <laughs> I try to tell you got to look you got to look at things through context, right? Like I think social media has given everybody way too much of an opinion now. And it's really easy to say stuff you don't mean because <laughs> you're not you're not looking at anybody in the face when you're saying it. You're just kind of just well babies babies should all be murdered. Stuff like that. You could just say random shit that is totally foul and disgusting but you can get away with it so it's it's funny to me that the internet has kind of morphed us and mutated us into this over pretentious arrogant society that thinks that we're special yeah and could you imagine a bunch of flower children with a facebook oh my god and that's the thing like people people are keep talking about civil war and all this stuff and i'm like you know people here just think too much of themselves to go to war i mean they're like there i don't think we'll ever have a civil war dude like in our lifetime i mean no doubt because i i read a statistic a while back and i'd have to look it up dude because i don't know if it's true or not but i i remember studying and it's saying like 80 percent of americans uh rely on government in one form or another so like so like not in just like the government's giving you money, but like veterans, healthcare, you know, um, you know, things, even if you aren't like you you still have the, a dependency on it. You know what I mean? Um, you know, cash assistance, food stamps, social security, uh, insurance, you know, whatever it is, dude, like 80% of Americans. So for 80%, but, but here's good. I was just going to say for for 80% of those people to say, you know what, all they're worried about is that is their check coming, most of them, because like they don't have another source of income, like that's it, you know, so they're not going to say I'm going to go to war with the government because they're going to shut my benefits off, I'm going to get nothing. Mm -hmm. Well, and and it's also really frustrating because then on on the token of that, you've got all these cities that are going through all this rioting and all these cities that are getting burned to the ground and like law enforcement's basically not doing shit and the state the mayors and the governors and these these states dude they're like go ahead we're not going to do anything you know we don't want to be racist and then they and they kind of just let this stuff kind of go and then you've got people in the suburbs surrounding these cities and dude 
Did you know gun sales and sales in California are up like a thousand? Oh, probably, percent? dude. Those Hollywood dudes have freaking arsenals, guaranteed. No doubt, you know it's crazy. But, but see, that's the problem, man. If you even, you know, if you own a gun and you talk about gun rights, dude, and that people need to be stripped of them and stuff like that, like that's crazy to me. Like, it's insane. Because you know all the, like, a lot of the people that are talking about, you know, being anti-gun and things like that are either protected by guns or have guns around. Mm -hmm. You know? And I think that's the thing that should happen, honestly. Hey, listen, I'm all for, you know, changing the system and doing stuff, but if, like, you know, somebody's trying to burn my house down, I think I have the right to shoot them. Well, here's my thing. I think the Second Amendment is a beautiful. It's it's beautiful. And if Democrats are buying guns, and Republicans are buying guns, you know what that tells me? That tells me that the Second Amendment is protected. Like everybody's wants a gun now because they know damn well they all went to McDonald's. They're all fat. They can't defend mm-hmm. themselves in a fist fight. So the only way they're gonna be able to defend themselves with a gun. Yeah. So, but yeah, man. I mean. People just need to chill out, man. It's all it's all overblown. All Think how it. crazy it was though back in like the Wild West, man. Like where it was like similar. Like you didn't like like you would fight and stuff, but like it ended up in gunfight sometimes. <laughs> like you would just shoot somebody. No big deal, right? Either. Oh, your brother Bo died. <sighs> oh, from what? Oh, that guy Chester down the street just shot him in the leg, and he yeah. got he got you know. The bl- he got gangrene yeah, and he's dead. An artery or something, yeah. And I do my ancestor DNA, bro, and like they had 15 kids every generation. I'm thinking, <laughs> those poor women, those poor women, <laughs> those poor women. <laughs> 15 kids, and it's like, well, how many of those dudes died right. before they hit 18? You know? See, that's what I mean. Like, we're such as a society, dude. Like, you don't really see like dead bodies anymore. You know, like it used to be oh, like no, your family no, no. died in your home and, you know, like mm-hmm. people would die on a street. Like you would just see dead bodies everywhere. Like, you know, and you just don't see that anymore. We've had it good, yeah. man. We've yeah. had it real good. Like People don't realize we're, we're like a hundred years away from being just animals, just primal monkeys, just burning shit down and getting in fights and. We were in a civil war. It wasn't that long ago. Right. We all just we all just need to just put things in context. We've come a long way, dude. But could you imagine? In a very short period of time. See, and that's the thing, though. I mean, like, there should be some type of amendments to constitute. I mean, so, and I'm not sure if, which way you lean on this, but, like, I do remember reading Thomas Jefferson said that, like, every 20 years the Constitution would be, you know, ratified or like, you know, updated, because, like, society's going to change. He he said every 20 years there should be some kind of civil war. He didn't say anything about the Constitution being ratified. See, I could have swore that, that that's, I saw that. Like, I read in uh, one of my, like, books that I actually saw. Tom, Thomas, Jefferson, Thomas Jefferson was a purist, so he believed in the Constitution what for what it, it is. Right. Like, he... He didn't believe it was a breathing document that would be revised. Like, they looked at all of the other. And know, again, that could be Republics me getting and... news from, you know, you just don't know what to believe anymore, too. Like, that's another thing. Right. But go ahead. It's scary, dude. 
Yeah, it's scary. So basically what Thomas Jefferson said was um, Give me liberty or give me every death. every <laughs> Yeah. That was Patrick Henry. <laughs> yeah. Goofball. No, um but he was a purist of the constitution. He believed that every generation needed to have some kind of friction with the government. Yeah. Cause it really came down to not having a pure dependency on the government. Like the government needs to always feel like it's, <clears throat> it's, it's not protected because our politicians, when they get too comfortable, they become crony. Yeah. They, they break rules. They, and, and, and the thought was that our politicians, if they're not being questioned, that they're, they're more likely just to take advantage of the system. So there needs to be these little mini revolutions or revolts, if you will, within society with the government. And, I, and they yeah. are healthy um, to keep democracy going. However, burning shit down is not where we're, where, where, where we as a society need to go because it's a lot different now than do, back man? then. You know? yeah. What do you do? What do you mean? Like yeah. as a society? Like protesting, we have social media, we have protests. Like perfect example, like if Facebook and Twitter and and these different social media plugs got out of the way of their opinions and just let people be stupid and post yeah. things. There is something to be said about <clears throat> over, like the oversharing of information is a good thing and a bad thing because what it does is it gives people an opportunity to make a decision for themselves. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So it, it, they don't have one, one by no, no bipartisan or no partisan perspectives, just pure bipartisan ideology that's being crammed down their throat from the system. And, you know, it, it helps. A lot of people hate Apple, but they, they don't understand why. Do you know that we have four, four, four trillion dollar companies? I think we talked about this last week. We have four one trillion dollar or um larger companies that are over a trillion dollars in this country. No other country can say that. Everybody can look down on America and say America is this, you know, infested, racist, prejudiced, uh, dumb, uneducated, fat, obese, war-hungry country. But why do we have four, one tri four trillion dollar companies in our, in our country and we have the most prosperity and freedom in the world compared to anybody in Europe? Yeah. Like, we 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 just never drunk the Kool Aid like they did in Europe. Europe got was built by America. Re, re, yeah, after rebuilt, World War II. Yeah. <laughs> we rebuilt the shit out of that place. And then Germany. Did you know Germany's the most? It's the wealthiest. Mm -hmm. It is the wealthiest country in the in the EU. Oh, yeah, and that goes so, to the whole thing too. I again, man, like there was that uh, whenever they were doing exercises in South Korea and like. North Korea was getting a little crazy, so we sent, uh, like, our warships over there. And it was, like, a $2 billion cost. And we were like, oh, South Korea is cool. You just, you just, you don't have to pay us back or anything. Like, that's the stuff we need to stop doing. Mm -hmm. Right? No doubt. Well, yeah, we, we paid Germany to get rebuilt. And then what do we get in return? <clears throat> we get, we get Germany, which... They, they should be signing off on everything pro-American. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because we basically let them be with the... And they have a military now, for Christ's sake. So, come on. Do you think they'll ever get... So, you got German... Do <laughs> you think they're going to rise up again? 
I, I think if they go crazy, it's going to be in the other direction. I think that they feel so guilty for, for World War II and the kill of the death of all the Jews that they killed and creating two mm-hmm. world wars that they may go in a different direction and feel guilty for people of all of all colors other than white and they might actually like do well, something else have, in that way because like their culture dude you know like it used to be the master race this this like you know you have a certain uh, way you need to be about you right and now now in general mm-hmm. though, dude i mean it's cool if you want to like you know do a goat or if you want to you know, like, like do weird stuff. Like they don't look down on anybody there. You, you know what I mean? Like it's, it's like a free for all, dude. You can do, you can have sex with men, women, both of them. It doesn't matter. Like uh, well, that's Europe in general, but Germany. Yeah, right. Like I mean, there. bondage stuff. Like they don't, they don't judge you at all. They probably don't even judge like pedophilia. Dude, they're like they're looking at like Ram. They're like listening to Ramstein <laughs> and like doing blow in the back with a bunch of like transgender hookers <laughs> there's an image do like or they're listening to like the yeah you listen to that like techno music that European techno bowl oh. music it's so funny so yeah there's that and then just people like to overcompensate. I just like just shut up and go home and go to work. Enjoy your family. Yeah. My wife, I, I'm sure she gets annoyed with me quite a bit. So go 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 love somebody enough to it, be annoyed with them. It would There's be. I mean, it would be nice if you know you could be left alone. But I don't think a lot of people want that. I mean, well, I had this conversation. I had this conversation with my mother and my wife. There's this um this little documentary on Netflix about Mormons that, that they call them traditional Mormons and traditional Mormons obviously believe you Mm -hmm. should have more than one wife. And it's like six episodes and you just looking at these wives, dude, and they're just miserable, miserable. They don't have enough time with their husbands. They, they admit that it's hard that they shouldn't have did it, but they do it anyway, you know? And, um, they say, it gets us closer to God. I don't know how. These feelings of... <laughs> they're like, I hate the fact that my husband's having sex with my sister wife, but it gets me closer to God because it gives me grace. And I'm just like, this dude That's over here. Rationale. And then you look at the husband. I always want her. Yeah, and their husband's a... Yeah, and their husband's a complete shitbag. Like a complete shitbag. And finally the wives got put got tired of his shit, and they're like, you know what? We're going on a vacation, and you're not invited. <laughs> And he's sitting there, and he's got 17 kids, right? And they're like, we're going to have all the meals ready for you to, to put in the oven or whatever, and we're, gonna, we're, go, we're going to the beach. And I'm just laughing my ass off, and Katie's laughing with me. I'm like, this dude really screwed up. <laughs> like, his wife, all three of them said, you know what? <clears throat> they're like, you got to go on three honeymoons. We didn't get yeah. to go on a honeymoon. You only got to go on one, basically, is what they said. So we're going to go on one together, they said. And I thought <laughs> that was just so funny. Dude. Like they're even but, petty when they're together, like that. Um, Mitt, Mitt like, Romney's dad was one of those. He didn't know that dude. They went down to Mexico. Like he, like they, they're still. Remember, there was a few. Oh, yeah, the, was that true? I thought that. Oh was, no, no, was dude. Big. There was a because they remember they were just um. They were just 
like that murder down there, those Mormons, like a few years ago. It was either like two, three years ago. That's oh. that's their like people, like the people that that went down there. Mitt Romney's a slime dude. Ball. I was seeing, I saw some stuff on Mitch McConnell too. Dude, the He's slimiest, the slime, one of the dude, just a a terrible human being. They're all they're all slime balls, but like, if you're a Republican and you think that. Mitch McConnell's oh a good dude. You're dude, insane. he's even creepy. Like the the way he talks, the way he acts. He talks yeah. like this. I'm Mitch McConnell. And I approve. Dude, this like, much. did you see him in his debate at like, all? Did how, you see any you, of that? Uh, I, that's what I mean. But people, dude, he's the one of the most powerful people in our government. Here's the thing about Mitch McConnell's. He does not like Trump. He does not look the part. He's got this like. Weird looking droopy little like yeah. neck thing going on, and he's you Dick just talk like dude. this. Like I'm from Kentucky, I'm from <laughs> Kentucky. Got that look. And it's like, <laughs> yeah, like the lizard people eyes. Yeah. yeah, no doubt. I hate them, and and I guess <clears throat> Republicans and Democrats both suck with this bill they're trying to pass yeah. to, for a stimulus. <laughs> and my thing is, my thing about the stimulus is, is. We wouldn't need the stimulus if you, if the state governments weren't overindulging and shutting everything down yeah. every five minutes. And, and I mean, there's certain parts, certain industries that are just getting hit hard. Like, um, I heard that the Hilton basically went to Washington and they said, if you guys don't pass a bill in like the next six weeks, we're going to have to file for bankruptcy. It was the most. Dude, the everybody's going to claim too big to fail now, too. Yeah. Yeah. And and honest to God, like if they do, then they deserve to not Dude, exist. Here, <laughs> you can't. Here, here's the thing with the stimulus. Who's who's paying? For, I keep seeing people posting it all the time on Facebook. Like, who who's gonna who's paying for this stimulus? Like, where's this money coming from? The, and Jeff Bezos is gonna pay for all of it. That's what the Democrats that are gonna do. Absolutely tell you. false, dude. Listen, I don't care who you are. Like, here's the deal, right? <laughs> If you're rich, you're rich for a reason, man. Like you're smart, so you're smart with your money. You know, you you don't see somebody that's rich for 20, 30 years doing dumb stuff with money, right? Like they're gonna look for ways to like uh -huh. get tax breaks and not pay money. Like anybody's gonna do that. So that's yeah. what, look at Trump. Trump didn't pay a single penny, and I'm like, how American is that? Like, there's nothing more American than not paying taxes. Mm -hmm. So. That's not even going to offend any conservative that's going to vote for him. And it's not going to offend any centrist that votes for him. You know, most people genuinely yeah. hate paying taxes. So the fact that a billionaire got away with it, mm -hmm. it's like, surprise. Make, I mean, it, it makes you kind of even <clears throat> like love it now. Now, like, yeah, if you were like a, swinging, yeah. now you're going with him, you know, but that's what I'm saying. Like, like who? I mean, China bailed us out in 2008. That's where we got. All, they they loaned all us that money then. Oh, dude! So I learned some some crazy information from a guy I work with, and this dude is way way on another level than me. Like I thought I was a historian, but this dude is more mm -hmm. of an economics guy than I am. So when China bought mm -hmm. up all of our debt, we were over leveraged like bad, right? So China, since 2008 to now, they basically have always kind of, without telling us, told us they were going to like 
throw our two trillion dollars that we owed back then that was a lot of money now it's like we've printed Mm -hmm. off a ton of money since then so it's not that big of a deal so china's like threatening to dump two trillion dollars into the market and america's like do it we dare you and china's eating their ass this year like bad like they have a deal with the people in china basically that they have to they have to present eight percent growth annually to the people of china that was the deal they made with the people when they became communist and they have they've met that requirement several times but they they did four to six last year and they're probably going to be even lower than that this Mm -hmm. year because of the trade war and um by the way a trade war with china is like the most american thing ever by the way so then because what happens is if they dump that money into the market that extra two trillion dollars what do they do they weaken their dollar they, they, they weaken the yen effectively because it'll throw off the trade debt okay. ratio. So China is now in a position where they have to like sell off part. They have to like basically sell part of their USD currency, the debt that they own from the United States, and they give it to other countries. So other countries are getting in on this because by the time they make their money back off that $2 trillion in interest, it's not going to be worth anything. So... China got completely dude, they, got, they, they bought up a ton of property, because, though, in the U.S., dude, and real estate. Well, well, they, they did it in the form of LLCs. I don't think they can directly buy land here, can they? Like the country itself? I don't or know, people? Dude. Well, people that are representing the country, though. Yeah, I think there's a, I think there's a, there's a difference because they could buy the land, but let's be honest with ourselves. If the American people at any point felt like they were like China was just buying up land, like especially land that matters, then the United States could just take it away from them. It's not like they could take the land back with them to China. It's not like you're going to take no, all that dirt no, but, and put it on a but ship. But you, you do things <laughs> like, you know, you play it out in like, you know, the worldwide courts or system. You know what I mean? You drain, the, you drain I us, think, dude. I think. Well, no, we're not. And, and and here's the thing, like, China's building shit, but they're building shit like poor quality. Everything's poor quality over there, even their military, yeah. their guns, their ammunition, their plant, everything that they have. It's just not good quality stuff. <clears throat> and what's going to end up happening, dude, and this is my honest opinion, is they're going to collapse on the very foundation of the quality of their people, the quality of their goods and services the quality of their government. Ultimately, I feel like what's going to happen is it's going to completely collapse on them. And it's going to be because they're not making anything quality. It's just like Russia. They're no different than Russia, man. And it's because they don't have any competition. That makes the world a difference. Mm -hmm. That's the difference between communism and capitalism. It's that capitalism part of our country that makes the good shit. That's why we got four $1 trillion companies in our, in our country. It's why we have iPhones. It's why we have all this good shit. It's because we did all the hard work. We did all the competition. We have all the talent. We're, we're the ones we're like, we're like the AFC, <laughs> AFC North of, of capitalism, but is it, right? Like, but see, that's the problem. Like, those teams. $4 trillion companies own a lot of, a lot of, a lot of other companies. And it's hard for like a mom and pop store to get off the, the ground like it's hard for you to start a business well that's not true that's not that's not necessarily true it's, it's hard to get to get 
loans to, to get your company going. But listen, I'm not for the four $1 trillion companies. I would rather have a thousand billion dollar companies, right? Because obviously a thousand billion dollar companies would be a tremendous Mm -hmm. amount of wealth in this country and diversification and everybody would have a job. So yeah, I I agree with that notion that, that that's a better model, but if we're being fair, fair here, and I think this, that's the point we're trying to do here on it's fair because it's my podcast is that the trillion dollar companies got to where they are by positioning themselves over a period of time. Like, for instance, Amazon. Did you know that Jeff Bezos funded Toy Story? That's how a lot of the, he got his money back on what rights or something. Well, no, it's not just that. Like Jeff Bezos, like yeah, he's a bill. He's a tri- he's a billionaire. He's the richest man in the world. But Jeff Bezos it played the long game, like the longest of games, to get to Amazon. Like Amazon mm-hmm. had been around, they were just selling books for the longest time, and then they converted it to something else, right? And then they came out with AWS, and then they came out with Amazon Prime, and then they did these different kinds of tech, tech, technical ap- apparatuses that make them the front runner on everything. Like the U.S. government is buying all AWS now, Amazon um, yeah. Web Services. So <clears throat> they're where they are now, but. They were a very small company for a very long time, but back in back after the dot com but burst, I mean Jeff Bezos was right there with everybody else. So it's different. It's a different time. And uh unfortunately it's it's one of those things where you have to focus on where the money's being moved and Kind yeah, of go from I, there. I, and that's the problem I but think you run into because you got like lobbyists and people. But like, you know, Bezos, even like, and I'm not saying that he's not deserving of all of his money and accomplishments. I mean, that's definite. But when you're buying up all the other businesses that you're not even kind of involved in, like, and you, like Nestle, even for example, Nestle has like hundreds of companies underneath their, you know, main company, Nestle. I, They're owned by Heinz, right? I think that Nestle owns Heinz. Heinz, Heinz. I'm pretty sure because Nestle owns a ton tons of stuff, you know, and when you have, when you own all that stuff, it's, it is, and then you're lobbying and you're, you know, using your money for political influence and stuff like that. Then it starts messing with the common man. Like that's, yeah. It's no different than the big government. That's why I always say like Roosevelt back, you know, at the beginning of last century, you know, like broke up standard oil and all the, you know, monopolies and stuff because that's what they were they were buying politicians you know that's what they were doing and i think it's it's happening today still you know it's it's gotten a lot and and you were talking too about before you know um china doesn't have any competition we didn't have any competition after world war ii you know so that we were able to just you know expand man real quickly um and just get a foothold in, in, in the world. Uh-huh. But we did make good products, man. The problem is, again, politicians got involved and everything's overseas now and everything's being made overseas. And, you know, unions, things like that also kind of made everything go overseas. Not to say union unions aren't good. They, they have their benefit. <clears throat> but, you know, they were just, it was too much, man. The companies couldn't pay that stuff. Yeah, I think I think what has to happen 
is there needs to be a balance. You can't have the unions get to the the, yeah. the mafioso kind of level that they were at. But but it's really bad, dude. Like the unions uh-huh. at their peak were dangerous, and and people, and 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 that's why these states were yeah. blue for so long. You know what I'm saying? Union. They were blue for so long because they were able to, they were able to leverage themselves in a way that went toward labor. But labor has gotten to the point where it doesn't, it doesn't need to be unionized completely. Like Target's, char- dude, Target's mm-hmm. paying fifteen dollars an hour. They're paying fifteen dollars an hour at Target, and a lot of competitors are 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 doing the same exact thing. So it, it comes down to what exactly do unions where do they need to be do, do they need to be in union shops labor like blue collar jobs like what exactly they're definitely not going to be allowed yeah. to retail you know what I'm I saying I know UPMC was trying to unionize some of them are union there so it's weird man like the nurses and the psych hospital are union but if you go down to McGee hospital they're not union so like I well let's be let's be clear like nurses Honestly, and teachers like I'm all for teachers unions and nurses nursing unions under the right context because that's those both both those jobs are very important and it's important that they're not taken advantage of especially dude, nurses. Nurses are some nurses of the meanest people I've ever worked with. Oh man, no, no, dude, you you, you think that dude? Like nurses are some. I mean, I'm not saying every nurse, dude. He said. Every nurse I've ever no. hung out with smokes cigarettes. That's what he said. No, like, like, I'm not even saying every nurse, but I mean, nurses, you know, hey, if they're you're right in front of them, I'm like, no, yes, no problem, no problem. As soon as you walk away, though, there's a smart comment or, a, you know, a, a, some type of comment about, like, you know, you or, like, why would you say that to me or, you know what I mean? It's just... There's a lot of nurses, man. Like, and that's the thing. Like, people always say, like, "Oh, nurses are so happy, and they're the greatest people." Like, but check them in the break room, dude. Like, don't get me wrong; they'll do whatever they need to do to like save your life, you know. But they're just some miserable, like, people. That's all I'm saying. (laughs) And they see a lot, I guess. But you know, they're just not always the nicest. And I've seen some get like really rude with patients too. You know. Well, if they keep wiping yeah, people's ass, I'd yeah. be a little burnt out too. But um, the the teachers teachers union got a lot of the people that want teachers not to go back to work, though, too, man. You know, I have an issue with with older teachers just right, sticking dude, around forever, <laughs> and they can't get rid of them, and they're making a couple hundred thousand dollars a year. Dude, there's teachers in, uh, I'm going to say a couple hundred, but the over a hundred thousand. Dude, if you look it up, you can look up all the, the government employees' um, wages, dude. There's like cops and stuff that make a hundred something thousand dollars a year over that. Well, dude, what they do That's is, curious. and the police unions like are okay with it. That's what they encourage, actually. So, you know, you work all that overtime, right? And it goes towards your retirement. So... Whenever you're ready to retire and you make a certain amount of a year, you get a certain percentage of that a year. You know, so the higher the higher the amount of money that you get, really? the higher your pension is when you retire. 
So cops work like crazy. And that's another problem with like the the police department. I mean, they work like crazy. They're overworked. They allow them to work like three, four, five different jobs, you know, Um, and they're always just just working and burned Uh out. And that's how people end up getting hurt, man. Yeah, I think nurses in general, and I, I can't imagine a nurse making that much money unless they're like ones that, you know, have master's degrees. But I always, I always thought that that was the job that most women like were, would be good at. And I, I'm not saying that in a sexist manner. I just think that it's a job definitely yeah. developed toward a more nurturing kind of person, which happened to be more female. And I think if, if the average salary of a nurse is like 80 grand a year, I don't, I don't have an issue with that. Teachers, like if they're good, pay them. But if you got shitty teachers, like they should be able to be fired without prejudice, like period. Like growing up in Arizona, like I have a contrast because here in Pittsburgh, the unions yeah. for the teachers are so corrupt. And <laughs> I, I thought it was funny. Mm-hmm. I would do that drive to moon. And, you know, that Moon High School, they were, like, bitching because they didn't get three weeks of vacation a year. And they were just bitching about it. They're like, you know, we're not going back to work until we get a $10,000 raise and an extra week of paid vacation. It's it's November. Like, kids got to go to school. Parents got to make money. This isn't a pandemic. You know? And and then on top of that, so you have that. That's strike one. Strike two is you know, during, during this whole pandemic, they have like these flex days where they could just say, they give the moms and the dads like a week or two notice. And they're like, yeah, we're not going to have school on Monday because we don't want to do school on Monday. We got to do stuff in the office. So then like as a parent, that's got a full-time job, you've got to go, you've got to work from home. You've got to do your own thing from home because, um, well, that's a that, goodness. But, but that's the thing too. Like my wife, she's just—they're—they're they're asking her to come back to the office now. So, like, how you how do you, you mm-hmm. know, manage that? Because I I can't work from home. Right, exactly, and I think that that's the real problem. Is you know these teachers they 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 need they need to, if they don't if it's not for the teachers they need to have something in place for the parents because we. No, I just paid my property taxes in September. And, you know, all my property taxes, I paid my um, school taxes. And, I mean, it was $1,900, which yeah. is, like, not that much yeah, if you really think about it in the long money, run. Man, like, but, at the end of the day. Right. And my neighbor, and my neighbor who doesn't have any kids, right? who doesn't have any kids yeah. in school is paying that same amount. And everybody in our subdivision is paying that same amount. Those teachers in that school are obligated to not only educate my kids, but allow me to work from home or work in the office or work at all. And they, they rob my wife of that opportunity if they decide that they don't want to do a random Monday just because they don't feel like it. So yeah, again, like older te- like the, the teachers here get paid very handsomely. And I'm sorry, but if you have a master's degree in, in education and you're teaching kindergartners, you might be over. See, that make it that way though, bit. man. The, the I mean kindergarten the school districts make it that way. 
Yeah, I mean, I get that, but like my my sister's a teacher teaches like sixth, seventh, eighth, like reading, and she had to get a master's to like get a job. Well, that's harder. You're talking about you're talking about sixth, seventh grade reading. You know, my my daughter, she's in the third grade. They're making her do Common Core, and they're they're back to doing basic addition. Like they taught her multiplication in the second grade, and now they're back to addition of subtraction, and they're doing. Is recap from last oh, I'd be year. see my too. wife. She has to jump yeah. in here. No, because you don't. No, my wife doesn't like me bashing on teachers because she's like a, a huge teacher advocate. <laughs> I mean, listen, I tell my hard. sister all the time. Teaching like, is hard. <laughs> you like exaggerate too much. Like you got an easy job. <laughs> <laughs> you get paid good. You got summers off. <laughs> no doubt. Like, give me a break. And not only do you get summers off, dude, you get a, you get like dude, two or three all weeks the, off the, all the uh, holidays, PTO every too, holiday, during the regular year, every single holiday. Plus, you get in service days, and dude, you're actually at work. Like, no shit, it's it's freaking, bullshit. Not yeah, man. Half the time. Oh, that would be year. so great. <laughs> yeah, I don't have shit. too much sympathy for teachers either. Dude. Don't don't get me wrong. They, they, they do a I don't fantastic either. job, whatever. I don't know, man. My teachers weren't that great. So, like, but I wasn't the greatest student either. Now, now that's in, like, high school and stuff Neither like that. Neither was I. Um, yeah. But, yeah. So, maybe they were great teachers. Yep. I don't know. Um, But, yeah. It. I don't know, dude. It is. It's It's frustrating. It's definitely frustrating because... The way I look at it is in Arizona, and anybody listening to this podcast in Arizona is going to know exactly what I'm talking about. The schools in Arizona absolutely um, suck. Like they, the teachers are getting like the basic high mm-hmm. school teachers making like forty thousand dollars a year. So like compared to here, they they don't get paid relatively the same thing. And the education in Arizona, That's they're crazy. like forty eighth in the and, country. And- you know what I'm saying? I mean, I will come to the teacher's defense no, and say, you know, like, here's the thing. If I'm, I'm, I'm willing to pay, without a doubt, like, you get paid. But they do need to take no the tests out of it. And, you know, like, these standardized tests, man, that mean nothing. And that's what gives your funding and all that stuff. Like, they need to stop all that stuff. They just need to let the teachers teach and come up with, with you know, curriculum and things like that. You know, instead of just teaching. No doubt. We're at the two. Oh, geez. Right. We're at the two-minute warning, bro. Yeah. Is there, we've already you've already been at oh, this we for do an it hour. Again this week. It's pretty impressive. But let's get a let's get a topic. Uh, to talk about. Yeah. 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 Just text me some ideas, and we can go from there. But I agree. Like teachers unions, I, I think that they're yeah. over. They're, they're too powerful, and I think the teachers as a whole. Um, they do a great service to our community and they help mold our kids, but it's my job to mold my kids, not them. And uh, maybe they're just, yeah. maybe they're giving a little bit uh, too amen. much credit. I'm, I'm all right Can with I that. I always tell my sister all the time, like, you got a too good. <laughs> 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 yeah. You're not wrong. All right, man. Well, yeah, until no, next time, I really good, appreciate Let's, you doing this podcast. Uh, like said, we'll, I'm going to, you know, start ramping them up a little bit, I guess. All right, we'll find some topics. I'm sure there's yeah. some. I would like to do one on the media and, and the press because they're talking about Trump like 
he's going to get blown out during this election. And I just, dude, I, I don't believe it. I haven't seen that many. Yeah. Um, uh, I, dude, signs. I think Trump, like I've Trump's seen way more win. Trump signs. So I, I, I just, said that from the gate, you know, I said, he's going to win people, even Republicans are like, you really think like he's just going to win it that easily. I'm like, yes, he's going to win. Like he's, it's, it's going to be, he's going to win, you know? So, all right, dude. Mm-hmm. All right. We'll find out. Yep. Later. All right, man. Until next time. It was